await the IRS whistleblower testimony before the House Oversight Committee. Uh, one we know we've heard of, heard from before, Gary Shapley. Uh, the other uh, has gone by Mr. X or just X uh, so far, but he will be identified today. He has released an opening statement, uh, which I will share with you. The testimony begins at 1 p.m. today. Uh, there is also an FBI special agent who has retired, who has confirmed everything the whistleblowers have previously said. Uh, but there is already an effort in the uh, mainstream media to uh, discredit and disparage the House oversight investigation into the Biden crime syndicate. Uh, here's what the as-yet-unidentified second whistleblower has released this morning in his opening statement. He said, I have witnessed the corrosion of ethical standards and the abuse of power that threaten our nation. It is within this context that I have chosen to shed light on these actions and expose those responsible. I recognize that while I was present at the start of this investigation and was closely involved with the investigation for roughly five years, that I am just part of the story. My aim is to address systemic problems that have allowed misconduct to flourish. It is not a call for blame, but a call for accountability and reform. Uh, with that, welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along on 98.9 The Answer here in Columbus. You can take us with us. We can... I screw this up. I used to, like, say this seamlessly. Sorry. You can take us with you wherever you go via the iHeartTuneIn and Radio.com apps, or you can download the Answer app and have all the Salem radio network hosts at your uh, immediate disposal every single day. I look forward to the whistleblower testimony today. I also look forward to our interview at 1135 this morning with U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Moreno. Bernie is one of three candidates in the field. Uh, The other uh, candidate in the field uh, who has been in for a while is Matt Dolan, who is uh, not a Republican. He's welcome to come on the show anytime. I would start by asking Matt why he has in the past sponsored the Equality Act in Ohio, which is not at all anything that a conservative, an actual conservative, would sponsor. That's why Matt won't come on, because he's afraid to answer that question, because there is no answer to that question. Um, The other candidate, the newest candidate in the field, is Frank LaRose, your Secretary of State, who uh, will either rise or fall in his candidacy based upon the outcome of State Issue 1, which LaRose has been a leading proponent of getting on the ballot, the standard to raise Ohio's um, standard for amending the Ohio Constitution from 50% plus 1 to 60%. I support that very much because, as I've said before, while it may be weaponized against us at some point later on, I fully know the dangers of it, I also am going to embrace anything that makes it harder to murder children innocent, unborn children who are children nonetheless. And so I am voting for State Issue 1. I urge you to vote for State Issue 1. If you are a person who uh, attends an authentic Bible-believing church, I uh, strongly encourage you to not only vote yourself early or on the day of the special election in August, but to strenuously encourage people you know, who you know are good people, who you know are um, opposed to abortion, to vote for State Issue 1, either in early voting or in on-the-day voting. And if you have to, drive them to the polls so they vote. Drive them to the Board of Elections so they vote. Uh, Still no crack in the case. Sorry, it's Freudian slip. 
on the White House cocaine. I honestly didn't mean to do that. I just recognized it (laughs) as I said it. Jesse Waters reported last night that the uh, Secret Service, and again, I assume no uh, play on words here was intentional, blew up the cocaine. They 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 lit it on fire. I didn't know that they were freebasing the cocaine over at uh, the Secret Service, but they thought apparently that it might be anthrax. That's why they vacated the White House, and now the evidence doesn't exist anymore. So if you had any hope in hindsight that somebody could go back and do something with it, no. Um, but I noticed this morning in our uh, local rag, the Columbus Dispatch, that two Grove City men who federal authorities have arrested and charged with taking part in the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, are on release from custody and will next appear in September in a federal court in Washington, D.C. Dustin Martin's 29, Cody Lee Tippett is 32. Uh, They were arrested last month. They're charged with entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building. Not putting cocaine in the White House. That, that to me, would be uh, entering a restricted building with disorderly and disruptive conduct. I know this is about the Capitol. Now, I noticed that when they tracked these two guys down, they went back deep into their social media and they found pictures that one of them posted on Facebook, which he had deleted. So there was some degree of determination and investigation at work here. Okay, If you've been following the, what is it, Gilgo Beach uh, serial killer in New York, you know that they got him off a hair in a burlap bag where a body was stashed and the hair was 12 years old, but they were able to capture DNA off it. You know that they captured DNA off a three-year-old pizza crust to nail him. But, and that investigation went on for obviously 12 years, three years, months in the case of the Grove City guys arrested for the insurrection. But we wrapped up the White House cocaine investigation in 10 days. Here's what happened with the White House cocaine. I can't prove it. This is what I think happened. Somebody in the Biden family hmm, is using cocaine. Somebody. (laughs) And the Biden family is able to direct someone from the White House staff, an underling, could be unwitting, they don't know. They're following orders from somebody in the Biden family to let someone into the White House unsearched. And that person who brought in the cocaine at the behest of the person in the Biden family or connected to the Biden family brought it in and put it in the cubby under lock and key because he put cell phones in there. So it's not like an open cubby. They put it in there under lock and key so that whoever in the Biden family or attached to the Biden family planned to use it at some point could go get it when they wanted to go get it. And while I know you've been told that hundreds and hundreds of people go through the highly trafficked area, that's the funny part is you can't talk about this without brushing up against some other cocaine term. Heavily trafficked area. They blew up the white, you know, no crack in the case, you know, White House, white powder. All of it. Truth is stranger than fiction. And so they were going to go retrieve the cocaine. Hundreds of people weren't going through there on July 4th weekend. Okay. 
just weren't. The place is a ghost town on July 4th weekend. You know it, I know it, they know it. But they want you to believe, ah, it's just a a revolving door. It's like Grand Central Station in here. So that's what happened. That's why they don't want there to be an investigation. And they're mocking you, me, and the American people by telling us, oh, we take this very seriously. Sure you do. You take everything very seriously. You just lie about everything. Do I think we'll ever find out whose Coke it is? Hmm. I never underestimate God's sense of humor. Never. So maybe, maybe we'll find out uh, whose cocaine it is. All right. So what else is going on? Let's have some good news, shall we? Uh, The little seven-year-old girl from Hilliard who uh, was on a float in the Hilliard Fourth of July parade with her softball team and got off the float to pass out water on a hot day, was run over by the trailer, which she and her teammates were riding. She had uh, multiple broken bones. I think 17? A lacerated, was it liver? It sounded really horrible. 19 broken bones, a lacerated liver skull fracture. She spent several days at Nationwide Children's Hospital. She's out. She's home. She looks like she's been through it, uh, but maybe she's just a quiet young lady all the time. I don't know. Uh, tomorrow, the McDonald's on Cemetery Road is holding a fundraiser for uh, little Allie Harris. So if you uh, grab a sausage burrito at 7 a.m. or a Big Mac at 7 p.m., a percentage of sales will be donated to her family. I'd like to know what percentage. Then I'd feel better about sending you there so that, you know, McDonald's doesn't clean up on this. But at any rate, and the mom and the little girl will be there from 11 to 1. Okay, that's a great story. Uh, The other great story is that the Hilliard Food Pantry will be back open tomorrow. It burned uh, significantly uh, will be two weeks this coming Sunday. It's normally located at Life Community Church on Cemetery Road. Uh, it's now going to be located for the short term, for the short term, till they rebuild it where it was, at Guide Church, 4770 Britain Parkway. Do you notice a trend? Do you notice a trend? The food pantry's at the church. The food pantry is reopening at another church. I presume these two churches are not woke fake churches like the First Congregational Church of Columbus headed by the heretic pastor, Tim Aaron. Uh, Bob Evans has donated stuff. Home Depot's donated stuff. Rusty Bucket's donated stuff. Great job getting the Hilliard Food Pantry back up and running tomorrow. Uh, there's a phrase my uh, friend Mr. Chris Spielman used to say all the time. Uh, don't believe your lion eyes. In other words, you see it, you know whether you should believe it or not. You can base your level of belief on the body language, the content of what is said, all of that. But, you know, if you see it and you believe it, uh, well, it must be a you problem because don't believe your lion eyes. Your eyes are lying to you. Your eyes don't lie to you. You know what you see is true. So today, the American people will have the opportunity to evaluate whether what whistleblowers have said since the beginning, that the Hunter Biden investigation was slow walked, that Hunter Biden, the president of the son, uh, the son of the president of the United States, although the way Joe Biden fell asleep yesterday uh, for a brief second against the Israeli uh, or or while talking to the Israeli president, uh, maybe Hunter is the president. Uh, Maybe it's a Biden family presidency. Who knows? Uh, by the way, I got to play this for you. Uh, visually, you need to see it 
to really get it, but I saw it last night on uh, Brett Baer, where Biden is in some room at the White House with the president of Israel, uh, whose name is uh, Itzhak Herzog. He's speaking to Congress right now, by the way, Herzog. Well, not to Congress in full because AOC's not there, Ilhan Omar's not there, Pramila Jayapal's not there, Jamal Bowman are, are not there, the... the uh, blatantly, proudly anti-Semitic wing of the Democratic Party is not there. Everyone else is there. So anyway, Biden is talking to this Israeli president, and they're, you know, it's a photo op. Uh, media's in there, clicking pictures, shooting pictures. President of Israel, Biden. And Biden's talking, and he just falls, or closely, comes close to falling, dead asleep. While talking to this guy. And the guy, Herzog, is like looking around at like all the photographers and all the news people. Like, this dude's falling asleep. Like, what am I supposed to do? Okay. So I saw it last night on special report. But here's Bill Hemmer and Marco Rubio watching it together this morning on Fox News, reacting to it. He was in the Oval Office yesterday. This is kind of what the address was given on behalf of the U.S. president. Just wanted viewers to listen to this. We brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level in the, uh, and, uh, at the uh, in, in Aqua and Al Shran. And uh, as I uh, affirmed to Prime Minister Netanyahu yesterday, America's commitment to Israel is firm. I, I don't know how you forcefully you consider that. Uh, I know you're a big football well, fan, I don't understand and, and, and you like a good head coach to give a good speech. Um, that was far from it. Yeah, I don't know what he said. I hope it was captioned. Yeah, it needed to be captioned with, you are getting sleepy, very sleepy. <laughs> Because he's out, sitting, he's out on his feet, the leader of the, oh, not on his feet, he was sitting down. The leader of the free world in the middle of the day. I thought the man was good between 10 and 4, right? That's what all the stories say. Oh, he's robust. Corinne Jean-Pierre, Corinne on identity hire, can barely keep, while she's breaking glass ceilings all over the place with her gayness and her blackness and her queerness, and her refusal to answer a single question, she can barely keep up with the robust Jack LaLanish Joe Biden. Now he's falling asleep in the middle of the day while talking to a world leader. Give me a break. Okay, so back, back to the whistleblowers today. Um, the opening statement from the as uh, previously unidentified Mr. X He will say, transparency is the foundation of our democracy. Without it, people lose their trust in institutions and bonds that tie the fabric of our nation. Start to fray. The American people deserve to know the truth, no matter how uncomfortable or inconvenient it may be for either political party. Yeah, true. So you'll be able to watch him. You'll be able to watch him. You'll be able to tell. Yeah, this guy, I don't don't find him believable. Or conversely, I find him very believable. You'll be able to watch Hank Johnson. Hopefully avoiding expressing once again his fear that Guam will sink into the ocean. (laughs) You'll be able to watch all the buffoons in the moronic murderer's row of Democratic people. And it'll be a collection of boobs and buffoons today because 
They're combining House Judiciary, House Oversight and Accountability, and the House Ways and Means Committee. We're going to be bringing Dems in from every corner of stupidity we can find them today to disparage these two guys who are patriots standing up, putting their families and their own personal futures at risk. I don't say that histrionically. The left would love to erase these guys. Here's Andy McCarthy on what he expects to hear today. I think we're going to get a compelling pair of human faces on the information, Sandra, that the House has already put out on this, uh, which actually just flushes out something that had to be the case all along, which is why was there such delay in bringing the Hunter Biden case to the point that they actually lost some of the counts that were the most important counts in the case because they let the statute of limitations lapse on some of the important Ukraine behavior from 2014 and 2015. It was always abundantly obvious, since the case is not overwhelmingly complex, that the reason for the delay had to be that there was political interference that would not be normal in a criminal investigation. Yeah, true. And everybody's blaming David Weiss, the attorney, for this. Uh, McCarthy makes a really good point here that Garland is the one you should blame. I think what's happening here is they're trying to make this Delaware U.S. attorney Weiss into the fall guy here, uh, where he goes in and he tells the agents, I'm not the final decision maker here. And Garland, the attorney general, uh, says he was the final decision maker all along. All he needed to do was ask, and we would have given him any authority that he needed to bring cases in any jurisdiction. So it looks like Weiss is the guy who's not telling the truth. But the interesting thing here is that it's not the job of a district United States attorney to ask for authority as a special counsel so he can bring charges anyplace. It's up to the attorney general to recognize that there is a conflict of interest and bring somebody in from outside. Under the special counsel regulations, if Weiss had asked to be made a special counsel, it would have been like being asked to be fired because you're supposed to bring in somebody from outside the government. Great point by Andy McCarthy. I've said all along they're going to try to win on semantic technicalities here. But hopefully today's testimony will be powerful and revealing.